Welcome everyone to That Kind of Nerds Podcast, a weekly show where we break down what's going on in the nerdy world. I am CJ Mellon, joined of course by Brian Thornton and Josh Burns. What up? There's a, a lot to talk about t- uh, today and a lot of nerdy stuff that we want to go over. And I want to start it off with a, a big piece of news uh, that was leaked, w- not leaked, but that was presented with a video by Nintendo. Uh, we have a new Nintendo console and it's called the Nintendo Switch. Yes. And I'm, I'm very excited. Actually, really excited for a Nintendo console, which hasn't happened since the, the GameCube. You weren't excited well, for the dumb. Wii or the Wii U? Because the Wii and the Wii U were, were, were good as well. I was not excited about them, though. Listen, listen. Here is what my, myself and 90% of gamers are very excited about. So it's a, it's a portable console, essentially. Yeah. You have a docking station. You put it on the docking station. You can play it on your TV. Then at a moment's notice, you can just clip, clip, and then pop, and it's right there on your screen. This is perfect for when you... Don't want to stop playing Zelda and really need to take a shit. That's pretty much it's going. I'm going to play. I'm going to play this on the on the bathroom more than more. And than I was talking. Yeah. Well, I was talking to somebody about it, and they're just like, I just don't get the the commercial. Like, I feel like they're just being <laughs> antisocial. Like, what a dick. They're like bringing over their their little. You mini mean TV your millennial like, friends don't invite you to rooftop parties every weekend, and you need right. to bring a game with you? What the hell? And who are who are these like mid twenties who own these huge ass apartments in yeah. downtown wherever? Like, really. <laughs> But I said to him, I was like, they don't want to advertise the primary usage of what's going to be the system is when I'm taking a shit. <laughs> it's exactly what people are going to use it for. I think my my biggest problem with what Nintendo's done recently is the total lack of backwards compatibility. And I don't mean... Yeah, yeah, that's out the window with this. Right. And I don't mean that, you know, obviously the Wii U plays Wii games, but that's not what I mean. I mean that Nintendo has the richest history of any console in their games throughout the years. And you can't you can't play You can download a good amount I know, of them. Yes, the you store. can download them through the store and I have, but have you played them, Brian? I I mean I've played them I have. and they're not the same. Listen, I was just excited to see Skyrim because I just I want to play Skyrim and then have the ability to not to keep playing it no matter what I do. It's I mean it's frustrating. I, I just I want what I want is 8-bit, 16-bit, N64 games. I want them all available on this console. And I don't see any reason why they couldn't be, but frankly, they're just not. And Nintendo doesn't give a shit, and that bothers me. But, I mean, you don't know if that's going to be something that you can download. I mean, not I all. It should be all games. Oh, you mean, you mean open the vault and let it just flow? The archive. Gotcha. The whole okay. Thing, no, I agree. Right? They'll never do that because no, but the hell with you, right? Right, but why why not really? If it's if we're willing to pay for it, why not? Nintendo has a better opportunity to do that than any other system because Agreed. all of their games are easily transportable by emulator, right? right? So every single game could be recreated on this console, but they're not doing it just because they don't fucking wanna. And I'm not okay with that. So I I, I continue to have this problem with Nintendo because I can't introduce my son, my daughter, to the things I played as a child unless they're available to download on the Nintendo eStore for Wii U. What did you think about the fact that this is all modular, that you can take the controllers off the side of the tablet thing, which I think has a fancy name that I don't know, and you can that becomes two controllers, so you can do multiplayers, I mean, or and you can join it to be one. 
I mean, what, what do you think about that approach? Because all I see is shit. I'm gonna lose that. I'm anytime gonna lose that. Things, and I'm gonna lose that. Anytime things clip onto other things, you're asking for functionality problems. Yeah, is my opinion. But 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 they they clip with the the clips onto the the screen. They they clip right. But there's a connector, right? You're a connector. <laughs> I, I'm I'm asking: Are these do these communicate with the screen wirelessly? Because that would cause another functionality issue. Or do they? Is there a connector sort of mechanism? Josh, you're just shitting all I'm over my not, dreams right I now. Just, no, it's just being realistic. To, I want it no, to work. No, because you're making me think about functionality, <laughs> and it's making me sad. <laughs> but you, but see, you get where I'm coming from, right? Like, I do, and it okay. makes me sad. I'm I'm fine with a system that has add-ons, bolt-ons, whatever. But I'd almost rather those bolt-ons be completely wireless and not have any need to connect. If... If they connect and the wireless functionality goes away because there's some sort of, whether it's magnetic or otherwise, contact connector, this thing is going to wear and it's going to be a, a complete shit show after a year. But Josh, they, but just, they, they, they do the, they, they just, they click, they, they click and they work. So the other thing about this console is that um, the actual tablet thing, which again, I know it probably has a fancy Nintendo name. I don't know what it's called. That's actually the physical console. The thing that plugs into your TV is just an adapter, a dock. That you slide that in and all so it does is charge it. you around. My, my nine-year-old would – I mean I'm not buying it. But presumably when he's nine, he would carry this this thing around. Right. False. And I mean the, the the processor chip inside of it looks pretty good for for what it is. I mean it's it's got some pretty good next-gen things inside of it to, to make it look pretty fast. Uh, which really, I'm hoping the graphics look just as good when it's off the dock and in Four your hands. Four gigs of RAM, 32 gigs of cache. I mean, I mean, yeah. As far as graphics, it looks solid. Like, as I just don't as want it, Skyrim to turn into like a Nintendo 3DS game quality wise. It's when a I take it's it a quad core. It's a quad core processor that has two megs of level two cache at the processor level and a 32 gig flash RAM. With four gigs of of main system memory. Yes, nerd alert. I'm fine. Sorry. Can you mini nerd translate that to the layperson? Yes, it it has enough processing power for any game Nintendo could throw at it, presumably for the next several years. Because as we all know, Nintendo games on the Nintendo system aren't incredibly graphics intensive like games on next gen consoles like the Xbox One and PS4. And they're being played on something that looks like a Nintendo DS cartridge. They're very small kind of things, almost like an SD card. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think I don't think I've downloaded uh, a game for the Wii U that was more than a gig. So, Brian, can you think of something? I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not again I'm I'm saying this is an advantage of the console that they're not going to produce games that will outperform the software will not outperform the hardware, which is nice. I just want CJ to stop bringing up Skyrim. <laughs> if you're buying a Nintendo system to play Skyrim, then you're buying it for the wrong Just reasons. Just on the toilet, Brian. No, no. You, wasn't that more of a PC thing? First of all, it, it, it's it's a, it's more of an Xbox thing. Anyway, I want to play great, awesome graphical games wherever I am. And again, I don't want the quality to dip. And it sounds like it has the ability to handle that. Okay, but you're not. That's Again, still not you're, you're, the purpose of a Nintendo. It's not the purpose of a Nintendo. You buy a Nintendo for the Marios, for the Zeldas, for right. Star Fox. Not, this looks that like is why you trying, buy a Nintendo. This looks like they're trying to go back to okay, when see, they were the I, dominant console. I would say that 
this console wouldn't be able to handle games like Skyrim and Half-Life. That's that's you're going back like this is exactly it's going to handle everything you would expect a Nintendo to handle and a little more. I would not expect this system to handle the next gen console games. Let's or, let's face or PC it. Gaming. The the Wii U tried this already. Right. They, they launched and with Black Ops Two failed and miserably. it failed miserably. It, it not and not just because of the graphics, but the control. Brian is not even close right. to advancing. The sooner enough. Nintendo owns the fact that they are never going to get that market, the better they're off they'll be. Anybody who is actually a, a quote unquote gamer has multiple consoles anyway. They either have a PS4 or Xbox One, and they have a Nintendo system. If every year, if every year, all Nintendo did was make a new Super Mario Brothers and a new Legend of Zelda, they could f- they could bring out a new console every couple years. Like, yep. just, just with that alone, it'd be enough. Right? And if they just rested on the Mario franchise and the Zelda franchise and everything they've done well for their entire existence... They would never have to do anything again. I've played FIFA on Wii U. It is unplayable. Unplayable. It's 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 not even – there's no way, right? And look, I've played it on iOS. I've played it on PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, Xbox 360, Xbox One. It's playable on every one of those including the iPad and even on an iPhone. You can play FIFA, you, it's unplayable on a Wii U, and and that should tell you they just need to stick with what they're good at. So here's the other part for this: we all we know is that it's coming out in March of, of 2017. We have no idea what the price is. Like I'm a, banking on 350. Oof, that's high. Really? I'm thinking. Th- I'm thinking 300, 350. That's exactly what I thought. I, I which thought still, 350, which still makes it the cheapest console on the market. I would, I would not pay more than 249 for that. I I would pay three hundred for it. I know I I'm definitely not Gen One in this. Like, there's no chance. I'll no. wait for the next one. Yeah, I, I mean, at minimum. At well, minimum. CJ, when you invite me over to your rooftop party and I have my Nintendo Switch with me, you can't play it then. Well, where? Let me ask you this: in the palatial estate, in which room would you place the Nintendo? And are you worried? Are you worried about? Any of the very few cats you have getting it. Well, now that you bring up the functionality of the snappy controllers, I am. <laughs> <laughs> so even though even though the cat to male ratio in your palatial estate is very low, quite low, you're you're still worried about the cats getting at the Nintendo NX. I'm worried about the cats getting at everything. What? It's the not the NX. Is, it's the Switch. I'm sorry. I'm still calling it by its code name. <laughs> the The point is, I can play this thing. And any room in any palatial state that I desire, I can play it on a freaking airplane. You know how excited I am to go back to San Diego for a six-hour flight just to play my freaking Nintendo? Be great. I'm just gonna fly around on a plane just in a circle all you know, the time. CJ, there's a f- there's only a few things that are great about having a palatial estate. I mean, obviously there's a downside, right? There's there's problems, but in a palatial estate, generally, like Brian's got like twelve bedrooms, but right. But 17 bathrooms, and he can play the Nintendo Switch in all of those bathrooms. Assuming that the battery life is long enough to walk to them, because it's a long journey, and we don't know what the battery life is going to be for this thing. You Uber really from know. bathroom to bathroom. Yeah, that's it's true, right? Can I Airbnb I one of those? bathrooms and bedrooms. Every, everybody has more bathrooms, like in, in a mansion. I'm one person. Yeah, yeah, we could do that. We could Airbnb it like a hostel. It would be great. Right. All right. 
Well, that's enough for... It was a line taken from that Judenna song, by the way. (laughs) Well, that's enough for the uh, Nintendo Switch. It's actually a really exciting thing, obviously, until Josh decides to poke holes and literally rip it apart with dongles and attachments and... Make you make me sad, Josh. Question I, things. I'm Why sorry. can't you just let me enjoy things? Why do you have to be a realistic person and tell us that there's limitations and restrictions? You're the guy who talks real fast at the end of commercials to tell me all the terms and conditions apply. I'm the Jimmy John's guy. It's very pie in the sky. <laughs> and I, I like I like the portability. I just with portability comes problems. If Nintendo has proven anything, they've proven that they have the best portable gaming system, the Nintendo 3DS, yeah. the Nintendo DS, yeah, true. the Game Boy Advance. My have kids, I guarantee you, my everything. kids are both asking for 3DSs for Christmas. Guaranteed. Um, my point is, they've proven that they're good at it. So why not stick to what they're good at, make a portable console with you know some HD, HD graphics, and some badass games that I can just play anywhere. I mean, the only thing I'm worried about is the battery life. If it get, if it lasts me ten hours, I'm happy. I'm not going to be in the shitter that long, <laughs> ever. I wonder, and I wonder before we before we move on the the problem with Nintendo, other than like hardware problem, right? The real world hardware, not not what's the internals, is that everything has always been proprietary. So, for a portable device, Brian, you would want probably USB C charging, and there's no way. This thing is going to have a charging option outside of its dock. So, and I, and it, um, I the video know. shows them charging it on an airplane. Yeah, I I thought I saw that. How too. is it going to charge? I don't know how. I right, just but okay. It, but what, I, what I'm saying is, it would have to be like one of the old sort of proprietary, like old LG male cell female phone. crazy plugs with the right. yeah, I, and you're not carrying that with you. It's like a, it's another it's another dongle for you to carry, people. It's another dongle. Why can't it just be like? Why wouldn't they just use USB C at this point? Because that right? would be way too convenient. Well, why don't I, they release their whole backlog? I'm asking. That would be I'm way asking. Too awesome. Does anybody know if that's what they're doing? If they are, no, then I, I no say idea. it's a plus. I have no I, idea. No, they, so they, they I, I'm worried. Then I'm going back to saying I'm worried about another limitation being Nintendo has always been proprietary, and I have a problem with that. Like every now, now, nothing now is proprietary. Do you see what? Do you see what just happened? What? I brought up something I really liked about it, and you shit all over it. <laughs> I didn't mean to. I really you didn't. just did, and you made me think. I don't like thinking, Josh. <laughs> so what you're saying is, I you 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 realize that I'm not actually shitting on the product. That I'm just saying, for a grown up human being, it's not viable, <laughs> right? I unfortunately am a grown up. <laughs> he human doesn't want to grow up. He wants to be a Toys R Us I, kid. No, what I are you understand. Doing? I'm just saying that, like, I'm thinking about again selfishly. CJ, thinking about how often I travel and going, does this make sense? And just, it doesn't make any sense at all, right? Like, I, I want it to minute. make sense. So, because it doesn't work for you, no one else in the world can be happy with I'm just it, right? thinking about a grown-up adult and saying, would this work on the road, right? Because that's that's what we all want. We all want to be able to go wherever we want, do what we want to do, and for our things to work. And this isn't a thing that you would that you would favorably like you wouldn't be like oh the first thing i have to pack is my nintendo switch cuz it's so convenient on the road like that's just not what you're doing so I, I, yeah i'm concernicus about it maybe selfishly but it just doesn't work for grown up human beings we've had this information for all what 48 24 hours so uh, obviously more will will come as we get closer 
hopefully cross your fingers nintendo will give us more details and uh the, i mean the other part too is the price i mean we could love this thing it can have USB-C, it can do all the stuff that we wanted to do but if the price is outrageous then it's it's just it's just out of out of reach for everybody uh so we, we shall see we will follow up with that but now let's move on to something that Brian can get excited about. Let's lift Brian's spirits back up. I, I think it's time for Cape Talk. Cape Talk! So there were a couple trailers released uh, for that, and I want to start off with the granddaddy of them all, and I want to talk about Logan. No, 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 because Josh is just going to shit all over it. We have to talk about Logan. Oh, I know we have to talk about it, but you said you wanted to get me excited, and Josh is just going <laughs> to shit all over this. <laughs> Where's I your brother, Brian? Call your brother. He'll he'll be on our side. I won't, I won't shit all over Brian. I'm not going <laughs> to. Oh, I, I do not believe you. Sir. I'm not going to do it. I, I, mm, I don't believe you. Look, we saw we all we also we all saw the preview for Logan. We all saw the trailer for Logan. It's it's old man Wolverine. I get Could it. Use a Johnny Cash. Uh, they, well, using nine inch nails, nine inch nails, Cash. which they have said that, that is the better version than their own version. They may have said that, but I don't agree. It really? Doesn't matter. No, man, because I don't want to be sad. Like I just want to <laughs> think, oh, Trent Reznor is a tortured soul. I don't want to be sad about it. Give me a break. God, I don't. Why you does everything have also, to be sad? You know who's also a tortured soul? <laughs> Logan. Logan. <laughs> I know he is, and he's tortured. My look. I'm sure. I'm sure. It'll be a good movie. I am. Just sick of the timeline switching. If we could stop the timeline, and I know it's supposed to be old. They're old. I get, I don't know how far in the future it is, but I'm assuming there's some amount of makeup you could just put on McAvoy and. Well, I'm glad you said that because this is Patrick Stewart's last Charles Xavier movie. Good. This is it. Now that's the only shitting on it I will do. The movie, the action looks solid. I'm excited for. Uh, the movie and hopefully the moving on of what's his face? Hugh Jackman is Wolverine. How dare you? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm. Look, I'm excited for 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 Hugh Jackman to move on. If this is the last, I'm thrilled. It looks good. I'll see it for sure because it's an X Men movie and because I love the character. I, I just I just heard you say I am so happy. This is the last one of. Everything. It's time. We've reset the timeline. It's time. It's time. It's time. You're making me sad again. It's, I'm sorry, is it time? Re- we've reset the timeline, Brian. Why do we have to live in two different timelines? They have no, to you're go. absolutely right. I think no, Fox has screwed up the X-Men universe royally. I right. Guess. But it's but you feel like they're, they're kind of getting it right now, right? I mean, with the new I, timeline. I feel like they're getting better. Better, I okay. I wasn't okay. overly enthused by Apocalypse. Okay, but it, we all agree if it were in the hands of Marvel Studios, it would be better. But it's not, and we have to deal with Fox. Right. They're doing what they can. They're moving on. This looks like a great send-off because everybody – look, the com- in the comic books, Old Man Logan was great. Yeah, it was. He was great. And yeah, it was. I mean, I'm sure Hugh Jackman will do his level best not to completely fuck it up. But Old Man Logan oh, wow. was amazing. It's just the biggest backhanded compliment section ever. I'm extremely excited. That's that's all I have to say. March. March. March is the month of things that I'm excited about that Joss will ruin for me. <laughs> The director of the movie did also say that this is going to be totally a different movie in the sense that this is not going to be CGI, blowing things up, ch- car chase kind of thing. It's it's going to be a little more subdued, which I think is perfect. 
Uh, there, so don't expect just you know epic fights and and monsters and bullcrap. Uh, focus on a good story and just like I can't believe I'm going to say this, just like Josh said, uh, a send off to two fantastic characters. I can't believe I just quoted you saying that about this movie that you just ripped its heart out and then stomped it on the floor. All right, so let, can we can we all get excited about how about Guardians of the Galaxy two? Is this one that we can all agree on? Yeah, for sure. Brian? My wife even across the room yelled at me and said yes. <laughs> Tell your wife if she wants her two cents to be heard, she should listen to the podcast. <laughs> oh, touche, salesman, touche. I, I laughed. I laughed my ass off. That trailer was hilarious. It looked great. Are you, are you sure, Josh? Are you sure? You know, if you're, you'd be happy if Chris Pratt let's never play the role again. He is far too are handsome you, for that role as Star Lord. I don't believe are, are someone you, would abandon him. Are you sure there's not too much space and time in it, maybe? No, I think it's great. I think it's awesome. Everything <laughs> about it was fantastic. The Especially the hug. The hug <laughs> with Batista was so good. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's so good. And then a little, little Groot in a backpack. Yeah, of course right. they saved that for last. Because everybody's like, oh my god, it's baby Groot. It's toddler Groot. I was Groot. already laughing, and then you see Rocket and Groot, and then I laughed harder. Like, it looks... Fantastic. Who is the blue guy with the mohawk? You mean the guy who was in the first movie? Oh, I don't remember him. He is the leader of the Ravagers that oh, was a part okay, of. Oh, okay. He was also yes. one of the first Guardians of the Galaxy. I, I didn't read Guardians of the Galaxy in my life. So. Yondu Udanta. Thank you. Yondu is his name. Cool. I didn't, even, I didn't even look that up. That was Recall. There you go. Good job. Good job, man. Okay, so we like this movie at least, right? I like Logan. I like Logan too. No, you don't. Don't. I don't spit on my cupcake and tell me it's frosting. That's not right. I'm not. I like Logan as well. Anyway, yes, I'm extremely excited. And May 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 is going to be great because you know what's going to happen. I'm going to be in my movie theater an hour and a half early, playing my Nintendo Switch, waiting for Guardians (laughs) of the Galaxy to start. You'll have that Switch for a month, so the battery will still be good on it too. I'll have it for two months. I thought it comes out in. Oh yeah, yeah. May. Beginning of May. Okay. My bad. Okay. Anything that we want to say about that movie besides the fact that Holy Crap it looks good so far? No, I mean, it was a teaser trailer. There wasn't much to say besides the fact that it, Holy Crap, it looks so great. Everybody loved Guardians, right? There's nobody I know that didn't love that movie. So, hell yeah. Hell yeah, man. We're excited. What's the next trail? This last one is a stretch for Cape Talk, but I'm going to allow it, all right? And that is Assassin's Creed got uh, an extended trailer. Not Cape Talk. It's just not. They wear hoods and no. they. It's not a cape. First <laughs> fine. Off. It's not not fine. a cape. First off, not a superhero. Hold second on, off. Fine. Here, everybody, since we're going to a different movie, that is the end of Cape Talk. Are you happy? No, I'm never happy. Anyway, so moving on to movie news, then Assassin's Creed get trailer looks. I, I mean, I'm so excited for this movie, and I'm really, really hoping I'm not let down by it. It looks really good. So I have hope for this movie because they're doing what the only other decent video game movie franchise has ever done, and they're not telling the story verbatim. They're right. just taking the concept and doing their own thing, and I think that's great. Here's watching watching this trailer. Here's what's awesome. Like I and and guys, tell me no, but yes, but no. Tell me if you thought the same thing. I'm watching it, and I'm going. Holy crap, they've basically completely abandoned the video game and they're trying to make this a franchise. That's exactly right? yeah, what I think. Exactly. So, 
but here's the thing. But it played incredibly. And I'm watching it. And it, there was that moment when uh, Marion Cotillard, she says, welcome to the Spanish Inquisition. And, and that was the moment I went, holy shit, this could be welcome to any moment. They could do this a hundred times. And, 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 CJ, I don't want you to be concerned because I believe if this doesn't work as a movie franchise, this works as a Netflix oh series. Oh, my God. Yes, absolutely. No, Immediately. I see, like I see right even if this now, doesn't work right away, there's like four other ways you can just pick this up. And this would it. be a Netflix series that I would watch and watch and watch and watch and watch. Are you kidding me? Like yeah. a, 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 an entire season of a period in time. You could do it. You could do it infinitely and you you could change you could change the main character, right. and because it's a bloodline, it wouldn't matter. Right. That's why I actually think this is a brilliant movie franchise because it doesn't require Michael Fassbender to repeat exactly to maintain the bloodline story. Yeah. It's so you don't lose your awesome. you you don't lose your ancestral connection. They're all kind of there. I hope it continues to be Michael Fassbender, and I think that the movie has enough star firepower, Michael K. Williams to to. Just the the least of them, maybe. But uh, again, when anytime you see Omar show up, Omar coming. <laughs> yeah, anytime right? you see Omar exactly. show up, you're even excited. even in the Animus, he still can't get Honey Nut Cheerios. So I, I think there's there's definitely with the characters they've got enough enough star power to make it a thing. I want to see if the story's good enough to make it a box office thing, right? Because this is a this is a Christmas release, right? Christmas time-ish, yeah. I don't think it's actually yeah, it's, Christmas. Yeah, well, I saw like December. Week, week before or something All right, like that. so, yeah. but it's a it's a decent, it's going to be a, a, they're hoping for a blockbuster, and that's I what think I think it, it. I think it could be, yeah. But it also has the potential of being the cursed video game movie franchise and just. No, I don't think it will. No, I don't think No, 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 I just, it, it could. I don't think it will either, but I mean, like. The, Listen, the stats of, are against us. Yeah, I get that. But think think of all the video game movies you've seen. Movies based off of video games. And Tech how mobile. horrible. They're all They're horrible. All except horrible. for name name the one movie franchise based off of a video game that's actually good. The uh the Hoskins Leguizamo Mario Brothers? <laughs> no. Mortal Kombat the original one. Mortal no. Kombat Annihilation. Absolutely not. Uh, that was a Doom. Steven Doom. Powell Great Doom. movie Doom. But I Dwayne, hate, I the, hate the rock all of you. Just name the one that I know you should name. Um, oh, Prince of Persia. Prince, oh, yes, Prince of Persia. Yes, Prince of Persia. You're absolutely right because they made multiples of those movies. I'm talking about Resident Evil. <laughs> you guys are assholes. Uh, we just wanted to, just couldn't give it to him. He desperately wanted it. Anyway, yes, Resident Evil. Anywho, the reason that that franchise is good up until movie five and, and successful is because they've completely abandoned. Let's do the exact same thing. Just in the movies, they, they did the concept and did their own thing with it. And they're but doing the same thing. There's with about this. to be another resident evil. You telling me you're not going to see that. I will because it's the final one. Right, right, right. But, but, and I've invested, even, I've invested 10 <laughs> hours in that franchise. Right. He's saying he he hated five, but he's still I gonna, hated I, five, but he's still right. going to see six. six right, but because one, two, three, and four were amazing. Compl- he's no, a completist. No, I mean, he's I, going I, to I have to much, finish. I pretty much hated all of them, but I but Milijovic. I how do I not watch? If they're her? taking the same approach, I have full faith. And again, Josh said it's got star power. Not because of Omar, whoever the hell that is. I'm oh, talking my more God. Like, nope, nope, shut up. I've never seen The Wire. I'm talking more about Michael Fassbender, Marion Cotillard, Jeremy Irons, 
I mean, those are some heavy hitters. All right. Well, we can all agree that Michael K. Williams is bigger than Jeremy Irons at this point, right? No. 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 I am going what? to absolutely disagree nah, with you. I, Jeremy I will... Irons is like a he's been in more B movies he's than freaking Don't don't even reference the fact that he's Alfred. He's been in more B movies than blockbusters. He's I mean what? how many blockbusters has Michael K. Williams been in? What? It's no 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 no. I'm not saying he's a blockbuster actor. I'm saying he's more recognizable because of the amazing job no. he's done with Jer- Josh. Jeremy Irons is the more wire? recognizable than, than not the long? wire, dude. Boardwalk Empire. Yes, Jeremy Irons is still more recognizable than him. I disagree with you completely. Uh, and you know what? And I would I'm like the praying, listeners to tell I'm us who who is that right. The listeners weigh in on the Michael K. Williams versus Jeremy Irons discussion. I can't even believe we're Must talking about Must you say his this. name with disdain? No, I, I like Jeremy Irons, but I can't believe and, and you're putting him on listen, the same we, level. We're, we're, of, we're arguing over a movie that we all love. Why do we just go back to loving a movie? You're making asinine statements. Brendan Gleeson is also in this. Uh, Brian Gleeson is also in this. These are recognizable people. Not saying they're not recognizable. I'm, I'm agreeing with you that yes, there's star when power when we talked about movie. When we talked about, I think it was Batman vs. Superman, very early on in this podcast, you said uh, the people who walk around the mall and then go see a movie are drawn by names to go see other movies, and this is how franchises are born. This has that capability. And the fact that, just like you're all saying, that we're comfortable enough of honoring the source material but not walking straight down the path – I agree, Josh. Franchise, no matter which way this goes, movie and or uh, you know streaming service like Hulu or Netflix or Amazon. I and I hope that's how it goes forever. I hope that it's episode ninety two, and I'm on my deathbed, and I'm still watching Assassin's Creed stuff. This is the kind of thing that every sort of I mean, Michael Fassbender, I'm sure is going to do a great job, but imagine like every every sort of uh, I don't want to say washed up, but like you know. You could have Michael Fassbender. He he decides he's not going to do the next one. You could have Tobey Maguire do one. You could have Topher Grace do one. Everyone who's ever been in a in a crappy like Spider Man movie, they could do one of these. And do you, do you really do you really need to hurt me like that? Jeez. <laughs> oh, because I I made fun of uh, and said Omar wasn't as big as Jeremy Irons. You a really got to do that. That's That was retribution. I got to do it a bit. Yeah, you, wow. you spent the first 20 minutes of this podcast shitting on everything that I love. <laughs> and now you're going to take one of my favorite movie franchises and just use it against me. I guess they could also have Aaron Paul do one. I don't I don't I don't appreciate the quote unquote <laughs> shade as the kids are calling it now. I'm not being throwing my way. shade, bro. I'm not throwing. I am shade. feeling quite shady over here. I'm not throwing oh, any shade. I, I, I am, I'm trapped and enveloped in darkness from the shade that you have you have thrown my direction. <laughs> Weren't you born in the darkness, though? No, don't. don't, No. (laughs) I was indeed born in the darkness. Thanks, Bane. Nice to have you here, buddy. Yes, CJ. You thought I was gone, but I have returned triumphant. You've been gone for a couple episodes, and they even tried to do you on that other podcast. It didn't work out. CJ. Who the hell is Omar? (laughs) Omar coming, okay? Omar's coming. Why is this man so important to Joshua? And what are these Honey Nut Cheerios doing here? <laughs> you got, wait, did you get Omar's Honey Nut Cheerios? That's why he can't get Cheerios. Oh, uh, yes, Joshua. I have taken all of the Cheerios. <laughs> and once I have all the Cheerios, you have my permission to die. Which is what happened to, never mind. 
No, you know what? I can spoil the wire. That's what happened to Omar. Oh, you man, that's of Cheerios? fantastic. I didn't even look. Honestly, I didn't even see it going there, but I'm glad it did. How did you? Uh, yeah, He right, said it's... darkness, and I just went, wait a minute, darkness. You didn't see it going that way. Sure, sure, Josh. <laughs> Thanks, Bane. It was always nice to have you back. Really it's very, very no, weird no, no not need... seeing him be mobile in no, the Animus. No need for you He's to... He's in one spot. He's, he never leaves that room, you, CJ. You could go mobile with your uh, place, with your Nintendo Switch Yes, there. CJ. I will be going mobile <laughs> with my Nintendo Switch whilst I hack the uh, Wall Street and steal all the money. <laughs> CJ! I will, I will, I will be taking my Nintendo Switch <laughs> with me to your funeral after I've broken you. Or you've broken the Nintendo Switch because it has those adapter things that on the side that clip in and it's going to break. Then you can't use it. Why must you ruin everything, CJ? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I do. All right, you so I want to for Bane, CJ. You've ruined it. <laughs> I want to move on to um, a, a short film that got released by the, the team at Pixar. Uh, and it's called Borrowed Time. I, I highly recommend if you haven't seen this, we, we posted it on our Facebook page, that you you stop what you're doing, pause this, watch this short, and come back. Yeah. Because it's it's way different than any other, honestly, short story with animation I've ever seen. Ever. Ever. Yes. Absolutely. And it, it does something that can show that this isn't just for kids. This is, you know, animation isn't just for telling stories about funny robots. Um, it can really tell a, a strong and compelling story. Josh, you were really uh, into this short. Can you can you kind of give me your impressions of it? Um, it it's the it's the six six minute forty five second emotional equivalent of watching the uh, Alice in Chains MTV Unplugged, watching Lane Staley make his last. Per- That's how I the whole time I felt this incredible sadness watching this short. Now. The, the thing that The Verge said was that Pixar has never gone darker. And, and while that is certainly the case for at least half of this thing, there's an incredible sense of hope mm-hmm. that, that you get at the – just – it was unbelievable. It, watching the thing was – it was gut-wrenching. It was hard yeah. to continue watching. But, Brian, you watched this thing, right? <clears throat> I did. And? And as – um, someone who supposedly has no soul, like I've been told before. I'm, it was great. I, I mean, I wasn't as emotionally attached to it as you sound like you were. Wow, really? I want you to imagine, Brian, <laughs> uh, just for a moment, okay. right? That that carriage is you and Papa Thornton. I don't want to do that. That sounds awful. Why oh, would I do that? Because that's the journey you're supposed to go on. I guess that's that. And that's kind of my whole point is that that's the emotional journey this thing takes you on. Everyone should take six minutes and 45 seconds-ish out of their life and watch this thing because it was – I'll tell you what. It was more emotional than the first 10 minutes of Up. Yes, that's exactly what I was going to say. It, it, it has more in that six minutes than Up does in that It's just sequence. one guy, right? I right. mean it's – the brilliant thing is that they did it with so little. They and just this this I don't and I'm sure you know Pixar doesn't write stories. So whoever wrote this story, and I don't have the name for attribution, whoever wrote this story, I want to give you a hug. Like I, I just want to hug you and say it's gonna be okay, buddy. But Seriously. I think 
I mean, the movie, the short goes dark, right? And that's what The Verge said. This goes the darkest thing. But I agree with you, Josh. It ends with literally a ray of hope. Um, for and, and when the with the ticking at the oh, oh come on just gets me. Um, but I, I the reason that they made this because I, I and I sent you guys the, a video too, and I'll, I put it on our website. They they made this because they really wanted to show that animation can tell really complex stories, and I'm really curious to see what can come out of this because, I mean, this was gripping. And they talked about another story that they were going to do about uh, forgiveness instead of redemption. Uh, and if if I'm this is sure big I enough, wanna, I'm not sure I'll be able to hold it together. I want to see that they through they forgiveness through forgiveness instead of I don't think right. I could make it. I don't think I'd make it. Oh, the other side. I don't. I don't right. think I'd make it emotionally. Did, did you? That. Did you see that storyboard that that they were that they showed? No, no. And so, I wish I I didn't know that they were actually <laughs> thinking about. So it. I'm going to tell you, um, it's the same sheriff. Well, I I get it. It's an alternate ending. Well, well, no, no, no. It's a whole different story. So after the dad dies, he finds. Well, okay, right, right. Alternate endings. He it's finds, an alternate ending. <laughs> right. Sorry. Yes, it's an alternate ending. He finds the 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 bandit. I would guess. That that led to all of this has a gun on the table and the pocket watch, and it basically decides: Am I going to kill this guy or forgive him? Oh, so vengeance versus redemption? Yeah, absolutely. But okay, ends well, you with, said for, you said forgiveness. That's not. But forgi- ends with forgiving him for it and gives oh. him the pocket watch, gives him the only memory he has of his dad. Now I understand. Okay, and now forgives him for doing what he did. No, I. I'm much better. I'm much happier with this version. Okay, that's fine. Brian really doesn't give any shits. I, zero from from Thornton today. I don't understand how you aren't. Emo- I hope Papa Thornton. You need to watch this short and tell me if you're not emotionally attached to it because I don't understand what's happening. What with words Brian. do we need to speak to your son to get something out of him? Is there a switch that we're not flipping? What, what is happening? <laughs> Why you both have his phone number? Why are you pleading to him on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm not texting him during a podcast at the moment. Like it's I, at this point, you know, I could text him tomorrow at a reasonable hour. I guess. Well, you but know what at they this can point, do? I, I, we can have our listeners tell us. Call us, okay? Four eight four three seven three four one one nine. Tell us what you feel about this this short, uh, and then hopefully we'll get some human reactions instead of the cardboard cutout that Brian Thornton is sitting in front of right now. He's back. Hey, buddy. I'm sitting in front of a car. Yeah, you had it, and now you came back. Just let my miss slip go. Just let my slip go, damn it. Pretty sure your computer just froze. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Anything else you wanted to put about borrowed time? It was sad. Ah, but it wasn't sad. Like, that's the thing. I don't think you watched the end. I feel like you missed the ray of hope. the The literal ray of hope. His... Listen, it, it was great. It was the really relief, well the relief he felt when he found that, like, just he it, it I was mean, gone it's like he forty years of guilt and shame and weight lifted, and he just breaks down, right? And when he does give up all that guilt and shame and grief, the fucking watch starts ticking again. Holy shit! I swear to God, my heart left my body for a moment. <laughs> yeah, it was. I, I again, my just, heart leapt just in that moment. It was I'll, unbelievable. I'll watch it again. Unbe- I'll watch it again. Unbelievable, fantastic. Please, if if you still haven't stopped the podcast and watched this video, do it right now. It's in the show notes. 
Go watch it. Borrowed Time. Truly amazing. I was more emotional about the Borrowed Time thing. And again, maybe different emotional, but I was more emotional than I was watching this Cubs game Thursday night. This the Baez kid killed it. And just, I mean, put on a show and when hit after hit after hit, they strung it together. And I'm I, I jumped off my sofa at one point. This thing, I swear to God, my heart left my house. It was unreal. I mean, I didn't, you know, obviously demonstrative demonstratively jump up and arms in the air and whatnot, but it was more emotional than a championship series playoff game. It yeah. was unbelievably good. Very, very, very. Good. I'm just trying to illustrate for Brian. Like it was un. Like I don't get it. I don't because you're you're like you're an emotional dude. I don't get it. I, let's stop doing ha- uh, that kind of nerd. And let's just let's you just talk to Brian. Generally, let's just talk so to Brian. passionate about things. I, I just I don't get the connection, especially with the relationship you have with your father. I don't get the connect you, the misconnection. I'm going to Craigslist your misconnection <laughs> for borrowed time. Okay. All right. Um, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, let's move on and let's close the show with uh, some nerd translation. Oh, you don't want to talk about something else that Josh can ruin for me? <laughs> I, I, you know what? I had another topic and decided not to do it based on Josh versus Wait, uh, Josh. Well, what, what topic is that? Is it something Josh can ruin for me? Yes, it's something he can ruin for you. Which topic? It's cons. It's con- conventions you can go to that are slightly unusual. I didn't even read that article. That's okay. We're going to skip it, so it's all right. We'll Brian, save it for you another should, time. You Brian, skip you, you would have shit on that one, too. I probably would have. Yeah. Anyway, so we got uh, a f- our, our friend of the show, Ben Frazier, uh, sent in a list of questions that he would like to, to be translated for his non-nerdy consumption. Uh, the first one is just a little clarification. So can you please explain what it is you talk about when you talk about, quote, the Marvel Universe? Do you mean stuff that's only made by Marvel? What, what, what exactly is the universe that you're talking about? I, wow, that that's a multifaceted question, though, because w- w- generally I think we're pretty good at distinguishing between the Marvel universe and the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So, And the DC Universe and the DC Cinematic Universe. Yeah. And the Marvel Television Universe and the DC Television there's Universe. There's a hey, few hey, – hey, hey. there's quite a few things And the Else Worlds. So there's – And the What If Stories. when Brian and I talk about – the Marvel universe, we could be talking about anything ever published in a comic book. Right. And I think, I hope, uh, and it's kind of been a point of pride for me that we've always distinguished between comic books and the cinematic universe and what we see on Netflix and so on and so forth. So Brian, I I mean, maybe you feel differently, but I, I think that when we say Marvel universe, you and I are both talking about anything that is basically comic book canonical uh this is a great question for you too because i also uh, up until the very end have the exact same question how can i measure how good a tv is and then what is the difference between 720 1080 and 4k well and, and blu-ray well i think you can generally measure how good a tv is by the amount of money you spend on it true story for starters uh secondly uh, 720, 1080, 4K. Those are lines of resolution. 720, 1080, 4000. Um, Blu-ray is more a technology that handles audio uh, rather than video, but does promote better... St- I mean, I don't think it's about the disk storage, but you generally see uh, a, a larger, a higher compression and better storage on a Blu-ray disk. Brian? Um... Yes to everything you just said, and I just to dumb it down, Blu-ray is better than anything. I, mean, <laughs> I, I don't, 
I don't know what what to say about that. <laughs> Listen, folks, Blu-ray really, despite anything you may have heard to this point in your lives, Blu-ray is more about audio than it is about video. The video doesn't change. The video's in your TV. Right. That's <laughs> the TV does all the work to make the picture look good. The right. Blu-ray is making your audio sound. It's about wonderful. audio, not video. If you do not possess any audio equipment. So basically, if you have a Blu-ray player plugged into a television, you're just wasting your money. So that that's going to come up later. So, But this is building upon that. When renting a movie on demand and it's uh, for sale, should I choose standard definition over HD to save the money? Yes or no? Everything's been scaled up at this point. Uh, I don't. I don't have a problem with you doing that with things that are were, were filmed in four by three versus six, sixteen by nine. If it's if it's any movie post two thousand six, you should just probably do HD. Well, first, first two seasons of Scrubs were standard definition. Yeah. Yes. Right. So I'm like I'm I'm going by like if it was filmed. If you all right, let me define it this way. Every movie that you rent on demand or pay for on any media anywhere, right? You get to look at sort of the specifications of the movie beforehand. If the movie says four by three, just get standard definition. It's not going to help you to get HD, in in my opinion, on anything filmed in four by three. Brian, do you disagree with that? Uh, no, it's like, um, putting a sweet spoiler on your 1999 <laughs> Honda Subaru or whatever. <laughs> Did I do a good car now? It was a terrible <laughs> car analogy. Honda Subaru. <laughs> that was the best thing ever. And he's right. You, but you're, you might need that spoiler for all the downforce. So maybe get it anyway. <laughs> what is the safe year for high definition then? What year do you say, listen, if there's a standard definition op- option, don't even bother. You're just wasting your time and money. I think Brian might be right with 2006. I remember uh, in 2002 getting uh, upgrading my Comcast to get hockey in HD. So like I, like I, okay. I remember being an early adopter. 2006 kind of seems right to me. Okay. What technology is Chromecast? Is that Bluetooth? No, it's no, it's, it's, it's Wi-Fi. It's the Wi-Fi's. It's the Wi-Fi the streaming. Is there a chance when all the audio jacks are gone from our phones that we will have two ports, one for charging and one for listening to music? It's more likely that there will be uh, one port that does both simultaneously than two ports or a dongle. Either way, it's not likely that when a device, when hardware departs from a port, it's not likely they add a second one <laughs> right. for the similar functionality. Not like so, a laptop or anything like that. Right. So, it, it, I mean, it's going to be – I envision it as, a, as a, a single sort of data streaming, power streaming. I mean, it's, everything's a conductor. If it can do one thing, maybe you can teach you to do multiple with minimal interference. All right. The next part was back to a previous point that you had made, Josh. The sound on my TV is broken. Can you walk me through a not expensive, easy installation way to get good sound back on my TV? Get a soundbar. Yeah, yeah. You can get if, like a cheap soundbar for a hundred uh, to two hundred bucks. All right, calm I down. I would probably well, go more, calm but calm down. He said the, a cheap way, and he said okay. inexpensive, not cheap. There's a difference okay. on that. Uh, so Brian is right. You can buy a. An inexpensive soundbar, an off-brand, right? I mean, it doesn't have to be a, a big audio name brand. You can get a Vizio soundbar probably for a hundred bucks, 
and you can get it at any store, Target, Walmart, Sam's Club, Costco. You get the same anywhere. You get it anywhere. You don't have to go to an audio store, to a Best Buy or whatever. Um, if you Look, if you want to spend more money on a soundbar, I absolutely recommend you go to a Best Buy, go to a Magnolia, and buy a, an amazing soundbar. That's what I did. However, if you just need sound, right, you can buy, like Brian said, an inexpensive soundbar that'll hook up. There's an output from almost any flat panel television that's an optical output that'll go right into your soundbar. And not only will it fix your problem, but the sound will actually be firing at you for the first time in your life instead of backwards out of the TV against a wall. So it's going to sound better at a lower volume. Buy a sound bar. Forget about if whether your your TV audio is broken or not. You should not be using your television speakers at this point. You sh- yeah. that that all stopped with front projection televisions. That was the last time TVs had good speakers. So the second part to that is, uh, I would say, do not use the headphone jack in your TV. Go buy the optical cable. Thoughts on that? Spend the extra few bucks, get the optical cable. Yeah, it's a better quality. Oh okay. yeah. Again, just helping them out. Okay. Yeah, these aren't – I said these – rear projection televisions had giant speakers. New TVs – let me just put them the level. They have 20-watt, 2-inch speakers. There is no way that could give you good sound. Get a sound bar. All right. Uh, two final questions, uh, and here here's the second to last. I think the next development – on the Amazon Echo will be a refrigerator that reorders your foods automatically based off sensors and user habits. Do you think that's something that they're working on? Doesn't Samsung already do that? Yeah, you see like the barcodes, like your milk and eggs, and then it's like, your stuff is bad, get new ones. It, yeah. It's, yeah, so you it basically, but well, Samsung... there's also the Samsung refrigerator that literally like is a camera inside your fridge <laughs> that you can access from your phone right we what? talked about that one no we talked about that before we mocked it. right but but oh no i'm not saying it's a great invention i'm just saying that they have it yeah but what samsung does is it it, t- it asks you to tell it the things you buy weekly monthly like it asks you at what frequency you buy things and then it reminds you when that time frame is over to buy them so while i think that the technology exists kind of what really and to answer the question directly, uh, Ben, I think that in order for something like that to happen, your refrigerator would have to be equipped with separate sensors that would measure weight instead of time, right? So if I put my milk, if this is the spot where I put my milk, the only way you would know to reorder it is when it gets below X grams or ounces or whatever the unit of measure is. So. No, I don't think we're going to be at that point anytime soon. And and even if we did get to that point, I think there are so many other obstacles in ordering and delivery and and that kind of thing. I think that um, we're at the point where instead of worrying about things being ordered automatically for you, you could very easily subscribe to an Amazon pantry type of delivery where it'll auto deliver at a certain time frame, and that's more convenient than worry about your fridge reordering. Frankly, I wouldn't want my fridge ordering milk, and even if it could, I wouldn't want somebody at the store picking the gallon of milk that I was or the eggs that I was getting. Like I would want to do that myself. So I don't think the convenience is a good substitute for quality in this case, and I think that it's detrimental to the 
consumer. As someone who has an empty fridge, I don't have any. And also, I think that a foldy mate is a better invention. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right? And I think that we'd be better off getting our clothes folded automatically than our food reordered. Here's our, here is Ben's final question. Okay. It seems that robots are going to be a lot closer to our reality than we ever could have expected. Do you think that in 20 years, everyone will have a robot in their home? And then could that turn into Skynet? Not kidding. Literally, could these turn into Skynet? So uh, the answer to your first question, could everyone have a robot in their home, is no. Uh, And I can preclude the following question by answering the first one. And that's because if robots seem to be taking over, I'm going to destroy them all before they can self-actualize. I will say the term robot is a little too loose for like – I'm thinking like Bicentennial Man Robin Williams robot in 20 years. Oh, no I was way. thinking more like uh, – Like no way. Uh, no, I was thinking like Rocky IV, pa- Pauly's robot. <laughs> yeah, right? Pauly's like robot, that. right. Even that. Like, that or like Or like Johnny Five. Right. right? So – like I want those, but I think our bigger concern may be artificial intelligence and not in, in the rise up kind of sense, but in a way that everything that we do as human beings becomes so predictable that we lose our individuality. And I think that that is a bigger concern than anything actually rising up against us. Brightano robots. I, I, I think by our, our conversation about borrowed time, I'm already a robot. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm not worried about you uh, turning into to Skynet because you can't. Oh no, bond. you should be worried. No, 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 because you can't bond with any other robots, so you can't organize anything. First off, Skynet Skynet didn't bond with shit. Have you seen the same Terminator movies I saw? I don't think CJ. I think his MK Ultra status uh, prohibits him from seeing any sort. Oh of yeah, that makes sense. That's, that's very true. I'm not allowed film. to. That does make sense. You don't want you, they 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 want you to come up with new ideas. They don't. Oh yeah, they said this obviously ideas. didn't work. Yeah, <laughs> we tried it. We once. tried this we once. Right Hollywood showed us easily how we would get rid of it. Um. So so robots, yay nay in the next twenty years. Um. I mean, if by robots you mean like a Roomba, sure. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. That right. that totally is already happening. If by robots you mean artificially intelligent iRobot Bicentennial Man yes. Terminator, yes. no. Yeah, he's thinking iRobot. No. What about a robot that's sole purpose is for passing the butter? Is that is that its only purpose? That is its only purpose. Uh, he, you can put a little he, track. You can put a little track on your uh, on your table there. Brian and I were enjoying a, a Rick and Morty. <laughs> we were doing moment. a Rick and Morty um, <laughs> moment. Really? Yeah. yeah. What is my purpose? You pass the butter. Oh God! <laughs> <Doesn't seem laughs> <that difficult. laughs> this robot is like, oh no! He becomes self aware for a moment and just like, oh no. because because the robot passes the butter and then he asks them again. He goes, "What is my purpose?" He goes, "You pass the butter," and he just. Oh, oh God. <laughs> He's like, yeah, it sucks for everybody. It's like uh, Marvin and the door. Yes, right. like Marvin and the door. Or like Hodor. Oh. Uh, you didn't have to do it. God I did. Damn it. I did, because you've spent the past hour and nine minutes ruining everything about my life. I said Marvin and the door, and you put the image of Hodor in my mind. You're damn well, right I did. There's just no reason there's for no that. need you for that, You said door Brian. around me. Marvin was sad enough. You're an emotional about terrorist. The do- what about are you the doing? door being happy. That was bad enough. And then you put Hodor in my head. <laughs> 
Wow. And I was you're just going to say we ended on a nice note, and then there you are. Nope. You're welcome. Well, I'd like to know whose emotions got kicked the worst, <laughs> Brian's or mine? Josh? Mine most certainly. It, it was Brian. Brian lost his pretty bad. So please send, in lieu of flowers, please send uh, warm wishes and uh, different ways that we can express the cat-to-male ratio to Brian you know I don't want at com. I appreciate a wonderful bouquet. I was super careful to hold my opinions and not be mean. Even though you say I was mean, I think I was not mean. No, Regardless no, of how, Josh, how drunk I may or may not be, Josh, I don't problem, believe I was mean. The problem is not that you were mean. The problem is that you were logical, and you made me be logical for the past hour and ten minutes, and it's ruined everything. Well, that's kind of the whole reason you guys. You did. You did one level worse. Place. You made me be mean to myself, and it sucked. <laughs> well, that is the uh, the show for the week. I want to thank Josh and Brian for for taking the time and to to doing this. We enjoyed it. Uh, Brian will get you some therapy and maybe a nice hug. Uh, so you can get on with the rest of your week. Please. I'm not a hugger. I'm, I'm a robot. <laughs> Please tell us what you think about Nintendo Switch, about Logan, for the love of God, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Assassin's Creed, and Borrowed Time. Please make sure to send your questions just like Ben did. Ben, thank you so much for those questions. They were fantastic. Uh, I know Josh and Brian had a great time answering them, so uh, please send more. Uh, send your questions to nerd at thatkindofnerd.com, and we'll translate them here on the show. Thank you so much for making us your walk around your neighborhood or your drive to work, and we'll see you guys next week. It's time. We've reset the timeline. It's time. It's time. It's time. March, March is the month of things that I'm excited about that Josh will ruin for me. I don't, I don't, I don't appreciate the quote unquote shade as the kids are calling it nowadays being thrown my way.